Welcome, friends. My name is Debbie Lawrence, and this is Episode 2 of the Compassionate Leader School Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Compassionate Leader School Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about a concept known as the STAY interview, and I want to share what it is, how to plan for one, who to invite, what to ask, and how to follow up. Okay, so let's just get to it. I want to start here. For the past 15 years or so, I've been doing a very deep dive researching and studying the dynamics of the multi-generational workplace. What I know is that this is the first time in history that we've had five different generations all working together in the workplace. Who are they? Well, the oldest people in the workforce are known as the traditionalists, and they're generally thought of as people born from 1922 to 1943. They're followed by the baby boomers, born from 1944 to 1964, and then Gen X, people born from 1965 to 1980. Then we have the millennials, who are also known as Gen Y, and they are generally referred to as individuals born from 1981 to the year 2000, and then the youngest in the workforce today, Gen 2020, born from 2001 right up to this year. So the oldest of them will be 19 at some point throughout 2020. In addition, as of this year, millennials will make up 50% of the workforce, at least in North America. In other words, one in every two workers will be a Gen Y. And for the first time in decades, they will surpass the baby boomers as the largest cohort or group in the workplace. Research also shows that the average Gen Xer is looking for their next best opportunity once they've been with a company for about two and a half years. And millennials, well, they're actively looking within six months and stay in their current position for only an average of 1.1 years. Every day, business leaders talk to me about how it's getting harder and harder to just find employees. One business leader said to me recently that she's just happy to find people with two hands and a beating heart. And that says nothing about how challenging it is to recruit the brightest and best and then to keep them once you've hired them. There are all kinds of reasons as to why this is happening. And in in a future podcast, I want to dedicate some time talking about this dynamic of the multi-generational workplace. Suffice it to say, the problem is real and is something that keeps a lot of business leaders up at night. Naturally, I get asked about what businesses could and should be doing to attract great people. There are specific strategies that we'll also talk about in later episodes, but for now, I want you to consider this. When looking at smart marketing strategies for a business, people typically ask how they can get more customers. New customers are seen as the obvious path to increased revenue, but I always tell them to initially focus not on getting new customers, but to concentrate on the customers they already have. What we know is that on average, it costs 
five times more to gain a new customer than it does to get a current customer to become a truly loyal customer. And that kind of loyalty leads to them buying more, buying more often, buying multiple products and services, and referring more people to your business. And I believe staffing mirrors your customers. In other words, there's a much greater return on your investment of time, money, and effort when you put it towards nurturing the people you already have than choosing to always invest in recruiting new staff. So how do you do that? Well, there is one smart strategy that works for every generation and has been shown to nurture trust between leaders and their team, and it's called the STAY interview. Simply put, a STAY interview is a two-way conversation between you and someone who reports directly to you. It's an opportunity to have meaningful dialogue with your team members, to gauge how happy they are in this moment, what concerns they might have, and and when it comes to their job, how satisfied they feel. The STAY interview is also a really good way to assess their level of engagement and the likelihood they'll stay with your company over the long term. Here's how you set up a STAY interview. Start by thinking about who, when, and where. If you own the business, I think you should have a one-on-one conversation with every employee. If you are a manager, then you should do the stay interview with everyone who reports directly to you. You'll want to allow for an hour, um, but it may take less time or possibly more depending on how your chat goes. I like the idea of taking it outside the workplace so that it's somewhere neutral, as long as wherever you go allows for privacy. Clients have done stay interviews in the quiet corner of a coffee shop, over lunch, during a walk in the park. Some have even gone for a drive in the car. The options are endless and depend on what you and your employee are most comfortable doing. Ideally, your invitation should be in person, but over the phone works too. Explain what a stay interview is and share a couple of the questions you plan to ask them. This will help to put your employee at ease and don't be surprised if they circle back around to ask follow-up questions about the upcoming meeting. If you think about it, it's just that this is new territory, and so it's natural that some of your people may worry a little bit about what to expect. Your job as the leader and a compassionate leader is to do what you can to put them at ease. Now, start your interview with positive, easy-to-answer questions. Questions like, what are the things you like about your work? Or, what do you look forward to every day at work? And then as the interview progresses and you both get more comfortable, you can ask questions they may find more challenging to answer, like, how could we support you better? Here is a list of some of my favorite stay interview questions. I've got a dozen of them. One, what is it that keeps you here? Two, what do you think makes for a great day at work? Three, What is something new you'd like to learn this year? Four, is there anything you'd like to change about your job? Five, are there things you'd like to change about your role, your team, or your department in in a case where your organization has departments? Six, are we using your talents? And I love this follow-up. And are we using them fully? 
Number seven, what is one thing that would make your job more satisfying and rewarding? Eight, do you feel supported in your career goals? And then nine, do you feel we recognize you? And how could we do a better job of demonstrating you are needed and valued here? Number 10, what kind of recognition would be most meaningful for you? And ask them to be specific. Number 11, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? And and why do you see it this way? Another powerful question. And number 12, if you could change absolutely anything to improve things around here, what's the first thing you do? I like to ask this question. Sometimes I'll say, if you own this business, or if you were promoted to the head of this business and uh, you were starting tomorrow, what is the first thing that you would do? What you will tend to hear is whatever um, might be a pain point or an irritation, or it could be an idea that they've had that they'd really like to implement. More than anything, do what you can to stress that it's a confidential conversation that will stay between the two of you. Encourage open communication and let the other person know it's okay to share anything. And you've got to mean that. In fact, be careful not to trivialize how employees may perceive something. Don't try to explain away their um, responses or questions. Don't make excuses and absolutely don't become defensive. Just sit there and thank them for their feedback. Um, If you try to do any of those other things, it's only going to derail your quest to learn what they're really thinking and feeling. After all, the goal is to do a stay interview so that it can support you in doing what you can to retain your very best people. Even when you disagree with their point of view, remember it is real to your employee. That's why they are being open and courageous enough to bring it to your attention. And you may find that it'll take multiple stay interviews followed by positive outcomes before your employees really speak from the heart. Hey, this is the very work that truly compassionate leaders are always willing to do, which can sometimes include, as I always say, having to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. Now, during the stay interview, you can jot down some notes, but the focus should always be on your team member and the conversation you're having. My recommendation is that you avoid making notes until the meeting is over. And I promise you, you won't forget everything. Um, I expect that as long as it's still fresh in your mind, you'll be able to capture the most important things that you, uh, you both chatted about. And at the end of the meeting, summarize how you see that you're similar to one another, and also how there may be some differences. What we know is that we feel more safe and secure when we find common ground with another person. And your job as the compassionate leader leading this stay interview is to point out where that common ground exists. Then ask them how they found the conversation and what benefits they feel they've gained from your chat. You can offer back what you know, you found um, how you found the conversation and the benefits that you've gained. And then express your sincere thanks or their openness and their willingness to offer their perspectives, their preferences and their ideas. And let them know that you're going to really think about what they shared. 
Remember, if you decide to do state interviews, you have to commit to making positive changes. Otherwise, I promise you, you will just be seen as the flavor of the week. You know, one of those leaders who gets all excited about something new and within two weeks they have forgotten about it and moved on to something else. And then they sit back and wonder why their team is not enthusiastic or really committed to something or why they don't seem to take them seriously the next time they offer uh, an idea for a new initiative. So don't be that flavor of the week. In fact, whenever you make changes that come from their feedback, let them know. Connect those dots because employees may not automatically make those connections for themselves. At the end of the day, stay interviews help you discover what matters to your team members, what incentives appeal to them, what factors motivate them, and what they like or don't like about their current role in the company overall. The information you're going to gather will help to take the guesswork out of future decision-making where your employees are concerned, and it'll absolutely give you important feedback on what's working and what needs more attention and needs to be nurtured. And finally, do them on a regular basis. I like the idea of having this chat at least every six months. That's how you keep your finger on the pulse of your company. There's a saying um, that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. The power of a stay interview is that it does just that. That's all the feedback that I get over and over again from my clients and their employees when they do stay interviews, that the employees walk away and go, wow, my boss really cares. They, they genuinely asked for my ideas and my feedback and my, inter, my, my input. And that was a really positive experience. So here's your take action challenge. Listed in the show notes is a link to a freebie I created just for you that outlines exactly how to plan for your state interview and the questions you can ask. Uh, it's called The Complete Guide to the State Interview, and you uh, I'll leave a link there, and I'll encourage you to click on it and get your copy within the next two weeks. Do a state interview with at least one of your employees or team members, and then let me know how it went. I can't wait to hear all about it. So until next time, here's to giving ourselves permission to show up as open and fierce and compassionate leaders and always to living life abundantly. Bye for now.